Europa MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back in, and thank you for joining me. This is the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com, Kiefer Tested Podcast, presented by FXR Racing and Racetech. You guys want to do some shopping? You go to rmatvmc.com, but first go to kieferinktesting.com. Click on that banner and continue to live your life, and that gives us a slice of what you're purchasing. And you know why? Because Rocky Mountain is the leader and the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs and street bikes, low prices, unparalleled customer service, FREE, three-day shipping, over 75 bucks. It's easy to see why you guys should be going over to my site, clicking on that banner, and then continue to do that shopping. And that really does help us out a lot. Trust me, guys, it does. I see what you guys are purchasing, and uh, we get paid out quarterly here from your guys' purchases, and it does help us out a lot. So I uh, try to be as transparent as possible, even with the money situation and with you guys spending that money over at Rocky Mountain. Um, that really repays me for all the work that I do um, actually, the free work that I do over here. So thank you for everyone that is doing that. And if you know someone that is shopping at Rocky Mountain, please tell them to click on the banner, and that helps us out. So thank you very much. FXR Racing, you ladies are kicking ass out there. Thank you for the emails and the photos of you guys kicking the dirt's ass in FXR Racing gear with that special code that I've been giving out. And you guys, that's right, males, the male hormones, you have a code, KKMX35, so there's really no reason to email me for a code. Hey, Kiefer, can I get a special, a specialer code? No. You got KKMX35 that saved you 35%, and that is a kick-ass deal when you go over there to their website, and they got a bunch of kick-ass gear, helium gear. Fourth uh, of July weekend is coming. They've got a real cool setup coming out on the Fourth of July weekend at Redbud. So uh, hopefully, you guys, that will be the next LE drop. And, uh, yeah, for me, uh, my favorite set of gear right now is the white gold Revo. If you guys like uh, a clean set of gear, you guys know me. I love a white set of gear. And that is some of my favorite stuff right now. I wore that over the weekend, and I get hyped up when I'm in it. I feel like I can ride fast, but uh, apparently my whips or my scrubs do not improve when I put that gear on, which we'll talk about here shortly. But you can go to fxrracing.com and save yourself some money. And you can thank me later because the gear is badass. Uh, Racetech, you want some badass suspension, you can go to Racetech. Paul Thede has been a master for many, many years. I had a Paul Thede handbook when I was about 14 years old that I took to the track with me because he is the master of suspension. And not only is he the the master of suspension, they have evolved into engine work and vintage bikes. They got all different kinds of stuff going over there in Corona, California. Go to Racetech.com. You can use the code Kiefer10 to save some money. Or sales at Racetech and just tell them you heard um, about Racetech on my podcast and that will save you some money. And as well as all of our 2022 lineup of sponsors, Power Motorsports. Real quick, Power does have 2022 bikes still for sale. And uh, they have Kiefer Inc. discounts on those. So if you're looking for a new Cowie, KTM, or a Yamaha, 
Uh, the 22 editions, uh, they're still in stock, and they do have them, and they got them for uh, really good prices for us listeners out here. So uh, go visit them, uh, powermotorsports.com. You can email me if you want to get a hold of someone over there. Works Connection, Ride Engineering, Pro Taper, 6D Helmet, ScreenPrintingDone.com, Dunlop Motorsports, Plum Creek Funding, Blood Lubricants, Decal Works, Lit Pro, Fast Co., and, of course, Mission, <laughs> Mission Imaging. 909-433-0575. You want that MRI? You're all fucked up. That's right. If you're all jacked up and you need an MRI, Robert Kong is the guy in Riverside, California, Southern California guy. So uh, easy to do. Go get an MRI if you need one. Uh, if you ride dirt bikes, you will need one. Hello. That's all of my reads four minutes in. You guys can bark at me later. You guys can tweet it out, whatever you guys want to do, but we have to get through those reads because they pay the bills, and I try to make it as quick as possible and thorough as possible. Uh, this podcast is one of the favorites that have been going around for a while. It's the week after our Amateur National Experience podcast, and this last week was hell for me. Three days of Fox Raceway, a.k.a. Paula, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, driving up and down the hill with fudging gas prices, outrageous. But we made it, uh, at least we made through to make this podcast uh, happen. I have my wife, Heather, and my son, Aiden Kiefer, to relive the whole experience that was the Loretta Lynn qualifier. Yeah, and just for that, you ready for this? Oh, uh, That's not an ice-cold Red Bull, like... Like uh, the old days in pulp. That is an alcoholic beverage. That's right. That's that a means. mango margarita. Is that a celebratory? It is a celebratory Monday margarita. That means a and H is back. Actually, you never left. This is where we ended. This is Just where, yeah. I, I was <laughs> quiet. End it right I, there. Just end it. All right, everybody. That's a wrap. Uh, <laughs> Heather can start her own podcast and talk about amateur nationals. And, and drop F-bombs we'll, every five minutes. Uh, oh, I said an F-bomb already. So Well, I mean, she just popped an alcoholic beverage open. So That's then. fine. Let me know when you're, you can, so you can move the mic and then take a drink, just as long as you don't touch the, the foamy part. Well, I did it earlier on accident and you. All right, so welcome in, everybody. How you doing? The Kiefers are here. We're going to talk about the whole Loretta Lynn experience at Paula Raceway, what happened, what went down, our little, our bike set up, a view from Aiden, a view from me, uh, some of the shit show things that seem to happen. We can never get away <laughs> for some of these shit show things that happen, and and maybe this is a normal thing for every family. So if you guys were at the races this weekend, it doesn't matter if you're at Loretta Lynn Qualifier or not, but if you guys have like a, a fire drill or a shit show moment, email me, chris at keyforinktesting.com. I would love to hear about it because I feel like I'm on an island with this because I feel like it only happens to me. Uh, nah. Well, I'm trying to think. Honestly, I never yelled at you this weekend, did I? No. No. Never did. Well, you back i did i mean i wanted to we'll get to that later but i didn't no so there was a moment where i mean i got may yelled or may at. not have deserved one you did get yelled at yeah, yeah you did what happened you were tweaking out on the bikes and she I, I, oh yeah so uh, that's okay yeah but that's just all right that's not a big deal I, I told you i was gonna take the stickers off the bike which i was not aware that you needed practice stickers for push that mic closer though sorry yeah. for saturday yeah and I took them off, and then you proceeded to. Yeah, so I mean, if you families out there, me. you guys share the pain that uh, I share, you know? Look, I was super nervous. You know me. Yeah, why are you so nervous? Right. I, don't, I just am. You've been around a bit. You think you'd be kind of chill for a while. I chill. At, it's like after the first gate drop, 
that I'm okay. Okay. Do you have the breakdown in money? I didn't ask you this before the show. Did you have the breakdown of how much it costs, or do you kind of know? I kind of know. Okay. I got it. It's up in my head. I'm good on that. So that that is something I bring up every show is the cost, right? And <laughs> I had uh, Myron from 2X Promotions ask me if I'm going to bitch about the, about the money. And yeah, I'm going to bitch about the money. And it's our choice to do this sport, right? So right. I guess you can say, well, if you don't like it, go F yourself and go do something else. But this is what we choose. But I do feel I'd... And it's not just here in Southern California. I have people email me and say, hey, man, it costed as much, if not more, at my area that was Midwest, that was South Central. So there, there's other areas that are expensive. So the cost of living has gone up. Yep. Uh, Everything's cost gone Cost of up. motorcycles have gone up. Gas prices have gone up. Parts have gone, gone up. up. So in order for you, the family, to go race, it's expensive. Mm-hmm. So... It's a three-day weekend for us, okay, to do these areas. And what I did notice when I pulled in Friday wasn't as big of a turnout as there was the years prior. Yeah, I felt like last year there was more people. Well, granted, Paula gated some of the parking off for, I think, the pro pits that were there a -hmm. week ago. But it looks like we didn't even need that area anyway because there was still plenty of room to park. Without that era even being involved. So it looks like less people are racing dirt bikes, at least from my point of view, than there was in 2020 when we were there. So what's funny is when I was... And we were there last year too, but I feel like 2020, it was packed. It was big. Remember we had to park way over in the weeds? Yeah. But I think with 2020 was COVID, people were pretty much over being locked up. They wanted some sense of normalcy. They didn't have areas. They turned everything into a super regional. So you didn't have the extra cash flow coming out for an area and then a regional. Right. So I think that kind of helped it. But what I did notice when I was looking, just being the psychotic A&H that I am, mm-hmm. I saw that there was only four area qualifiers, I believe, that went to Washougal. Only four. They only had four areas. So there was like, I think, seven that went to... Paula, okay, and then half of them went to Delta for this weekend. Like a couple of them were like split, but I was just kind of like mind boggling that there was only four areas that went to Washougal. Only four. Is that a normal thing? I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like that's not a lot. Like I feel like that's very small. Well, we qualified out of two areas, which is Southwest and Midwest. Right. We didn't. We didn't qualify for Washougal. No, but I just I don't know. I guess when you see that there's like seven that go to Paula. Yeah. And only four go to Washington. Well, I mean, like, for, that, for that reason, if there were seven that went to Paula, there wasn't that many people there. No. no. Right? I, I feel like the, the competition was thick. Yes. At least for Aiden's classes. And, and the, actually, the pro classes had more than I expected, which well, isn't a lot in the grand scheme of things, but more than I thought. There was like seven good and I th- kids. Well, I mean, total, there was 12. I think yeah. there, was, there was two areas that did split that went to Paula and to Delta. And I think there was one that went to Washougal and Paula or maybe it was Washougal and Delta. So for people that are not familiar, maybe we'll just hop it in on these podcasts here. In order to qualify for Loretta's, there's two ways. There's two funnels to go through. You have to go through your area, which is basically just show, show up. up. And, and this is our experience from the West Coast side. Maybe it's different back east. Maybe an area is actually legit. Where you got to get in the top, what was it, 14, 12, or 10? It's 10, 10 for us here. Mm-hmm. Okay, but there's maybe a 12 dudes there. So, you know, 
mostly everyone gets out of an area and goes it. to the regional. Right. The regional is when it tightens up. We only get four positions to qualify. Yep. Back east, there's more. Like, well, Jackson had a Texas round, and that was seven. I believe so. So top seven qualified. Here, because our power ranking, that's a whole nother fucking podcast we could talk about. The power ranking is low out in Southern California. You would think we have the highest one because our industry's out here and, and things are popping off for dirt bike-related mm-hmm. stuff. But in all actuality, more people ride here than race. Yep. Racing is not as popular here, and we don't have as many races. No. You know, local races like we used to. That is thinned out. Um, so our power ranking is down, so they take four, which makes it hard in Aiden's class because there's a lot of good kids here that live here in Southern California that are fast, that are quality, that could win titles when it comes time to go to Loretta's. Yep. So that costs money to go to the area. And then if you're really serious, you might have to qualify in a super area, which might not be in your closest region to your house. Mm -hmm. So we had to travel a few hours to go to that area so we could qualify for this weekend at Paula and then also another weekend in Utah next weekend. Mm -hmm. So the the cost just adds up. So when I talk about bitching about money, Again, I'm in the industry, so I get a lot of things for free, but I still have to pay my way there. No one's paying our way to get there for fuel, to uh, pay for the entries. Yes, we get help on bikes for Aiden and parts, uh, gear and things like that, but we still th- the cost out. is still, f- we're forking out money. So yeah, normal families change. that are blue collar that work nine to five show up, got to work on their fucking bikes in the garage at night to get to their kids or themselves to the to these regionals is a lot of work and what so i hold on let me finish this thought so i feel like i can appreciate how much time and effort goes into this when i see these families at the tracks Mm -hmm. this is what i view i I, i'm in my little bubble in my pit area but i see all of these motorhomes these rigs these people and it's money that's what i see is money and time yeah well and how many people because you know there's a few of them that their goal is just to get their kid to Loretta's, and their kid might not even be that great, but that's just the end game for them. We need to make it to Loretta's because, like you said, it's all smoke and mirrors. Like mm-hmm. People think it's the the holy grail of motocross for amateurs, but they go to Washougal. They don't qualify in Washougal, so now we're going to Paula. We're not, maybe not qualifying in Paula, and now we're going to Utah. So that's, that, that's a good question for you, Aiden. Why do kids yours, and, and I talked about this, I talked with Rhino and Noah Viney's dad. Mm-hmm. about this when I was there over the weekend. Why does your age group or your demographic and your 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 era of kids think that Loretta's is the the Jesus Christ of motocross races? Probably because they see like a lot of like the good kids, for example, like uh just for old amateur kids, so like A C and all of them, they did good at Loretta's and they got look where they are now. Mm-hmm. And have they looked at the recently? How many kids make I it? I don't. I don't think no. Because the I recent don't. crop that have won titles at Loretta's aren't have, killing it in pro motocross. Yeah, I have uh, that part. I don't know, but I think they just see like the kids doing good and getting like the factory rides out of it, and I think that's what like I think that's what makes them. Is it social media? That probably too. Social media and having like um like some of like the. Amateur teams there, some of the pro teams there, 
the pickup kids and all that. Mm-hmm. I think that's what makes it like. So is it more about going to Loretta's and racing, or is it more about getting a ride? I mean, what is it for you? I mean, it's both for me, honestly. Mainly, I mainly to get a ride. Okay. Do good, but uh, I think for other kids, it's the exact same thing: going there, doing good, getting a ride, and I think. Just going there, doing good, getting the ride, and then saying that you did go to Loretta's and you got the ride out of it is what they want. Hmm. So, like, they want, like, the yeah, I know trying to look for the word, exactly what it what is. You think of it, let me know. But I just think, well, I know. I've been around. And you can talk to a lot of these guys that are in the industry. Like, going to Loretta's is a big deal as a family or a personal goal. Let's put that out there. That is huge. But... If you kids and you're listening and you families are going to this Loretta Lens and your kid doesn't do good, it is not the end of the world. It doesn't mean they suck. Right. It's it's a one-week race that puts your kid out on blast for one week, and it's a make-or-break thing. And if they don't do it, they're well, not looked at like, oh, you're not going to make it. Or they shouldn't feel that way, at least. I just think it puts a lot of pressure on these kids for one week when the pressure should be slow-cooked through all year. But I think to go with that, you can go to any other race. You can, anybody can go to Daytona and race amateur day at Daytona. Anybody can go to Freestone or Spring Ading and sign up and race. Loretta's is the one race that you have to go to the area. Only go because to the they make it that way. I know, though. but that's what I'm saying though. Like that's the one race. So now it's become this goal for kids like, oh, I got to go. I got to win. Like this is what I have to do. Like you can't just. All right, like I got seventh at such and such race. I'm going to roll up to Freestone and sign up and see how it goes. Like it's just, it's like, is it obtainable? Right. Are you able to obtain this? This facade? I'm not going to say it's not prestigious because it is because there's a lot of work that you have to go. There's a, okay, so there's a lot of luck involved. There's three motos, not to mention you got to get through your area and your regional, mm-hmm. and then you get there and you have a whole week weather. Uh, your bike problems could have you, know, you can have a bunch of those, yep. and you got to get three different starts with forty or two riders on the gate. Is so it forty or forty two? It's forty two. Mm. It's a full gate. And that's a forty two man gate. Oh. Uh, so yes, it is a prestigious thing, but I just want to make sure the kids and families know. Look, if you have a rough week, don't be so down on yourself that you think my time or my career or no one's going to look at me or I'm just I suck. That is not the case. There's many many riders and. A lot more successful riders that can actually retire from the sport that haven't done shit at Loretta's. Mm-hmm. More have been through that route than the more of like I've won Michael Lessy titles or Adam right. C and Cirilla titles. Like, look, look at Mike in the grand scheme of things. Mike had a good racing career, but did he win titles? No, in a professional sense, right? No. He had a good year and he could. He's made a great living. Like, he could actually retire right. off from professional motocross. But that is a rare thing. There is mm-hmm. maybe eight to ten guys that can actually retire from our sport. Yeah. And and that's it. Look at Travis Preston, one of our good friends, won a title, did good in big bike class, still is working. And, and, and he was successful. And he's won shit for titles at Loretta's. Right. So well, that's what I'm trying to point at. Like, look, 
Get there, enjoy it. Like, really enjoy it with your families, with your friends. Get there, have a good time, take it all in. I know when you're young, you're thinking this old fucking guy well, talking, like, he doesn't know, whatever, you don't know. I do know, your parents do know some shit, okay? Mm-hmm. So you kids listen to these <laughs> these parents. Uh, but really, I just told Aiden, me and Aiden had a conversation the other day, and he was in trouble. And I said, learn how to feel. And what I meant by that is, Feel the moment. Read the moment. Like, feel it. Enjoy it. And I'm not going all rhino on everybody right now, but like, like when you're in the when you're in the moment, appreciate that. Appreciate it. Like literally say, man, this is awesome. I did this and this and this. I'm here. I'm one out of you know, 42 guys out of the nation to be here. That's a right. huge accomplishment in itself. Right? Well, I think I said that too. Well, who was it? Oh, it was um the girl from Colorado that does downhill, Maylee, the year that we went to Loretta's, and she didn't have, like, a super great year. I think she was – she finished out of the top ten in girls. And I was like, hey, Amal, you're still, what, 12th in the world right. in girls. Like, that's still, like, a big accomplishment. Like, it's pretty rad. Like, Right. And another thing I think is cool is, like, so recently Chad Reed's kids have been getting into riding more, and they tried to make it to Loretta's. They did not qualify. Like, they're not pushing them kind of seen where it goes. Chad never went to Loretta's, I don't think. Yeah, he did. Uh, or did I don't, he? I, I don't know. I don't know enough about that. I thought Ellie posted that she that they'd never been to the ranch. Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't think Chad did because he was in Europe and doing all other stuff, so maybe you're right. I don't think he did. So I think he would want to go for himself and the kids. And I think when the kids go, he's going to go. And he said, like, if the kids are going, right. I'm racing. Like, he t- qualified this year, and the kids – Went to the regional, and Ellie posted. She's like, look, we did one regional. We didn't expect the kids to make it. Like, it's That's all-, all we did for Aiden the first time no. on the 80s. Oh, yeah, on the 80s, yes. We just did one regional. But he didn't really care about riding then. I think mm-hmm. the kids are kind of like that right now with Chad's kids. I think yeah. they care, but they're not like, it's not the end-all, be-all. Right, right. It ha- they haven't been really bit by the bug. Like, it took Aiden Someone asked years. me this the other day, and I'll answer this on the podcast real quick. So, Aiden, you didn't get into riding until you like 12. Uh, yeah, 12, 13. Like, he... How it went with us, like, yes, Aiden rode when I rode, but when I raced, you want to race? Nah, didn't really care. Uh, sometimes I say, hey, you're going to go race with me. He'd be like, oh, okay, and he went. But he didn't push me to go race. There no. wasn't really, uh, like, a He drive. rode his, his uh, OSIT trials bike in the backyard most of the time. That's what he cared about the most was dicking off in the backyard. He yep. wanted to, Actually, he wanted to race enduro cross, remember? I did. I wanted to race enduro <laughs> cross really badly. Right. Which is kind of like how I was when I was younger. I wanted to be an off-road rider. All right. Um, and then it evolved into motocross, but yeah, so Aiden didn't get involved in this until late, which I feel like is fine. Doesn't burn them out as much. They find the love for it. Cause when all is said and done with all of this, two things, one, I told this to you the other day, all I care is about is for you to be a good human being, to learn, to have this tool, the motorcycle tool to really teach you how to be a good person uh, number two, a work ethic, how the motorcycles make you have a good work ethic. So when, when, if, when slash if this doesn't work out or whatever, you have that work ethic built in you. So when you get a job or you have something you want to do, you know how to work, right? Yeah. Uh, those are the two important things that I think this sport has taught me. And I didn't realize that until later on in life till I got a, you know, a job and I'm like, oh shit, I actually got to put some time in like mm-hmm. I did in my, my racing. Right. Yeah. So this is what this is all about. It uses 
for me, it uses, uh, it helps me teach you to do certain things in life that you need. And when you have a bad day at work, like I'm sure a lot of parents listening to this episode right now do, and they're pissed, instead of coming home and hitting the bottle, you go ride your dirt bike. Yeah. It's a cleaner way of living. That frees your mind, right? So for me, that's what helped me. I had a shitty day at school. I got picked on or I had a big zit on my nose or whatever. The, or some chick turned me down because I had crooked teeth and she didn't <laughs> want to go out with me. Like, I went and rode my dirt bike and it all, all came back to center. Doesn't matter. I went back to school, felt confident again. So it helped me. Yep. That's what I care about. Sure, if you get a ride, I'll be stoked. I'll, that's great. If you, this becomes your job, I'll be stoked. But these are the things you got to remember why we do this. This is why I drive 100 fucking fucking freaking miles. Oh, you said it three times mm. now. I said fracking frick. Mm. No, you said. Mm. Got caught, get. And then <laughs> I want you to know, like, this is the reason why I do it. So you learn. Free your mind. The rest will follow. Easy. In Vogue. That was a good song. Don't be colorblind. Okay, Dell's done. Come on. Finish the topic. Um, <laughs> Squirrel. So, yeah. So, that's, wh- that's what I want out of this whole thing. So, yeah. you kids out there, listen to your parents. Enjoy the moment. And use it as a tool to help you get through life's tough times. Well, and like. That's my preach. Th- like, for the we last. We talk about money now so I can yell. Well, hold on. For the <laughs> last week or so, Chris has been like. Dear baby Jesus, Aiden, please make it out of the regional so I don't have to go to Utah. Because in, unlike the past, we actually agreed that Aiden would have a backup regional mm-hmm. in case things went sideways. And Aiden qualified in his one class, missed it in one, we thought. We thought. We thought. We'll get to that in a minute. That was stressful. Had a really bad start in another one, didn't make it. I got fourth. And I went 4-4 four, four for five, which pissed me off. And... Aiden was super bummed. He didn't want to race his last moto. Because, because I thought I made it in the first three classes. So I'm like, okay, fine. We're right. good. And then it turns out I went 4-4 four, four for five. And I got pissed. So. Were we talking about this already? Yeah, well, no. I'm just saying. So when I'm Aiden. ahead here? No, no. Hold on. I'm so getting to my you, point. You didn't press fast forward, people. It's just Heather. I'm getting to my point. What I'm saying is he went out for his last moto and was amazing. Like, he pushed. He rode Probably the best we'll he get, okay, we'll, we'll get to that. Part. Why are we talking about this now? Yeah, why are we talking about this now? I thought we had a flow going on. With yeah, show. we are going so far off topic right now. What's no. what's the what's the end thing that you're going to talk about? Well, you just made me lose my train of thought. We'll, Thank we'll you. Come, we'll, we'll talk come about. Back. We'll get we'll, there. We'll get there. We're not even on the. We're Friday. talking about money. We got to talk about money first. Yeah, we're not talking. Oh God. You How much to- money was it? Well, it money, was money bags. It was. Let's see here. Uh, she's not ready for this question. I am. She I got it right now. Ready. Hold on. It was. It's people turned off the show. Like yeah, they're gone. Pe- eight people probably turned the show off. They're right gone now because they're they gone. don't want to listen to. It this. was three thirty to sign you guys up just to enter okay. for classes. I can All go right. pee right now and come back and I then can it still was an extra sixty dollars per sheet, right? For the the 65. MX MX Sports, okay, whatever. Yeah. So three thirty. I already added it up, so I can just tell you grand total. But I was trying to break it down. So then it was sixty dollars. Yep. Or sixty-five for the sheets. So you need six of those. So that was how much? It was almost four hundred bucks the day I showed up for pra- so practice, the sheets, and getting in the gate. It's four hundred and eighty dollars. Here's my thing. I don't. Uh, and then practice on top of it was what ninety dollars. This is all rolled into one. I rolled it. I in. don't understand. You're paying all this money. They can't throw in a practice day for free. A free. Well, no, the practice day goes to the track. Yeah. So, so this is like that's what the track. So you got to think about three different entities right here. You got to think about the track. You got to think about MX Sports, 
and you got to think about 2X Promotions. There's three different entities here. Hold on. So who does MX, does 2X Promotions rent the track for the weekend? Correct. Yep. Okay. So he's making all this money. He can't kick down a little bit of his cut so that we don't have to pay an extra practice. What's a little bit of his cut? Like explain to him. Because Myron's probably going to listen to this, so he probably wants to know too. So go ahead. Well, I'm just like, he's making how much? He made probably a ton of money. We don't know. Well, that, yeah. That'd be great to know, but I'm sure he's not going like to indulge that information. Probably not. I'd like to know how much he has to pay to rent the track. And like, so I can guarantee it's probably 2,500 bucks a day to rent the track. Correct. So it's, it's 2,500 times three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do the math. Right. Got that. So seven, 7,500. There you go. Good job. Babe. I got this. 7,500. Uh-huh. That's just the track. Right. Uh, he has to pay workers. Okay. Okay. So I'm just trying to I'm I'm trying to be an even keel here. Okay, right? fine. Okay, so make us pay thirty dollars for practice total. Like it's thirty dollars per class per practice? Like that's bullshit. That's not up to him. That's up to the track. See, this is what this is what I'm saying. <sighs> There's so- three different entities here, right? So you have to think about everyone has to make money. That's the reason why everyone is doing that. I have to make money doing my business. I like I get You're it. making money doing nails, correct? Right, but I also don't nickel and dime people either. Well, some companies are different than other companies. You know, they have us by the balls. They know we're going to come race this race, okay? They know we got to get to Loretta's because a lot of families are like us. Right. We're going to pay it, and then we're going to bitch later. Right. So he could give two shits, or anyone could give two shits. If you're bitching afterwards, you got the money. I don't know, I That's how some people work or some companies work. Nothing against those companies, but hey, look, we're middle-class family. We're going to be like, dude, the $1,100 was the total cost of us racing that, that weekend. Wait. And we paid it. I thought Myron said that the workers at the track were his workers, not Paula's workers. Yeah, no. He said some of them are Paula's workers and some of them are I'm just uh, saying, mix. I'm just saying, like, why can't they do, like, $30 for practice in total? Or like, uh, that's a, you, well, you sat there in front of his face. Why don't you ask him? I didn't think about it. it you're scared. I'm not scared. Don't I'll hide behind the microphone. I'll ask him. Don't hide behind the mic. I'll ask him. Anything that I'll say at this mic, I will say in anybody's face. I ain't got a problem. I'll ask him. Okay. Or yeah. hey, why don't you give it? But don't come off like a B. No, I won't. Or like, why don't you give like a discount? Like, okay, you're signing up for one class. It's fifty-five for one class, and then each additional class is fifty bucks. Like five bucks off. Like really, is it gonna make or break you five dollars off? Like. Look at here's what I've learned about motocross people in general. Track, it, you're going to get bitched out. You're not going to do anything right. So I feel bad in some ways, right? Track owners can't do anything right. Someone's going to bitch. No matter how good a, good a place is, it's going to suck somehow. That's just life in general. Uh, with anything. Promoters, somehow they're going to fuck something up. Flaggers, somehow you're going to fuck something up. Like, I, I'm going to fuck something up. I think I'd run a strong business model for media testing i'm sure i'm i'm doing dumb shit too hey i will say though that i feel like this weekend was probably the best like 2x promotion race that we've been to in a while like it was actually it was ran really good there you go let's talk about some positivity here there you go i also i mentioned that it's on my rundown i feel like the races went good then they actually knew what time they were ending we had a schedule the night before even though it was leaked oh it was leaked well you got it how'd you get it the race schedule. How'd you it was, get it? It was on their website. I got it from Libet. So how'd Libet get it? I don't know. She just sent it to me. Right. <laughs> it's on their website. But was it on the website when we got it? We don't know. So I'm just saying it was more thorough. We knew it was going on most of the time. There was some uh, parade laps that 
we didn't know about, but whatever. <laughs> uh, race was ran good. The staging area was ran well. The gate guy was good. The card guy was good. Flaggers, eh, eh. I'll give, them a, I'll give them a 65. They passed with a D. Watering. Watering. Watering guy's an idiot. No. Okay, here's this on the watering. Look, in amateur racing, if you want the schedule to move, you got to water on the fly, dude. Okay, so the water truck guys, I feel like, are fine. But the dudes, like the flagger guys that would go out of their way to water, idiots. Not know how to water. Some of them probably don't ride dirt bikes. We got to teach them that. I feel like if you're, like you're going to be, uh, like... Working at a track, I feel like that's something that so they need. So let's pretend that I'm a flagger and I'm going to, like, water the track. Like, do you want me just to lightly, like, brush it, obviously, or not douse it, right? Yeah, you lightly, you barely, like, you lightly do it. Just enough to turn do the Do you know how to do it? Mm-hmm. You do? Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe one day we'll go to the track. I want to see how you do it. Just All lightly right. spray it so it turns a different color? Just en- just enough? Yes. Not enough to the point where it's, like, black water 100. Well, here's here's what you got to do as a flagger if you're out there. If it's a hard-packed base and it's already gone through the, the fluff, barely. just kiss it because dry slick is always better than wet slick. But we do not know the policy for dust, right? That's true. Anything dusty does, isn't a good look for a motocross race. Or maybe mm. the Paula tribe doesn't want dust. We don't know those policies, right? Correct. So I feel like the track workers, the track itself was good. It was fun. I like how they built the jumps. The jumps were fun. Yeah. Track was fun. I feel like the overall track layout was fun. I thought it was fun, yeah. It was one it of was, my favorites. It was good jumps, but safe. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I thought it was one of the better Paula amateur races that I've been to. Yes, I agree. So it, it helped me out a little bit. I was a little less pissed that I was there because the track was actually good. Yeah. And we had good weather, so that helped. Mm-hmm. Overcast yeah. until around noon, and then it broke free, but like 70s wasn't 98. No. So that was good. Yeah, was, All right, let's good. get down to the meat of this whole thing here. Uh, so we're not going to Utah. Thank Christ. You're welcome. Well, That's no, not would... don't thank you. Thank Preston. Yeah. Okay, so let's just get that up. Still. Preston Base Flug is Team Green amateur rider in Aiden's class. Top B rider right now. We can safely say that. Yeah. Uh, he, wins, he qualified think... out of Washougal. He wins championship, Loretta's? Yeah, he wins one. Yeah. Um. You don't like mom talking? No, dude, because you're trying to talk, and she comes <laughs> in. I'm like, God dang. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the mango margarita. I hardly drink any. Uh, so, God. Are, we, are, you, are you okay? Oh, your feelings hurt? <laughs> oh, <laughs> your face is going to hurt when I yeah, punch it. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, Jesus. Preston qualified up in Washougal the week before. Uh, we didn't know. Aiden got fifth in 250B. You got fifth in 450B. You got third in Schoolboy 2, and then you got fifth in... Limited. 250B Limited. Yeah. So they take four, like we said. So we were wondering what Preston was going to do. We didn't know. Aiden made it legit out of Schoolboy 2. But we were like, oh, shit. One out, and now I got to go to Utah. Mm-hmm. So I was really stressed out, but we kind of knew Preston already had an AMA card up. In Washougal. In Washougal, which he's from Washington area. Yeah. So with the AMA rules, and we could have a whole nother show about why kids <laughs> should not be racing if they already qualified, but how amateur racing works. When you're a good amateur and you have a team green ride or a monster ride, you get paid money as an amateur. And yes, they do get paid money. If you want to have that conversation, we can too. Yep. Amateurs do get paid. 
I got paid. Monster money. Yep. So they're going to chase the money, which I do not blame. Make the money. No. But Slade Varola is a monster athlete. Varola. Varola, sorry. And he'd already qualified in Washougal for 450B Limited. Mm-hmm. He raced this weekend. He won the first moto, the second moto. He pulled off. That's because his AMA card's from here. But he pulled off at lap four. But still, like. He so was what is that? Okay, let me ask you this, Aiden. Sorry. What is it? If he doesn't pull off, what's it do? Nothing? Uh, it just d- cancels the guy out then, right? Yeah, but unless, like, he does what Preston did. And just, like, if his AMA card was from Washington or another state or something. And right, but what I'm saying, he's from here. He's already qualified. Yeah. And if he still goes racing another race in this region. Oh, yeah, he would he would take, cancel the guy he out. He would take the dude out, yeah. Okay, so that's what's – so Preston already knew that he was from a different region, so he didn't care, which now that makes a little bit more sense to me. If you're qualified out of the same region with your AMA card and you already were in, then you're actually jacking fifth place. Right, which, so, which I think was cool for Slade. He did yes. the he did the courtesy thing. He pulled off like cool. So, the whole realm of amateur racing, Steve hates this stuff. But I just think you should need to qualify out of your own region. There needs to be some kind of way. If you qualify out of your own region, you show up to another one. There has to be a way. Like, hey man, this guy still gets paid, but he's not scored or so, something. How Libet made a good point, and now I say I'm the full name. People don't know who Libet is. Elizabeth Townsend. Her okay. she goes Cole by, Cole Townsend's wife. She goes by Libet. Grayson Townsend is an up-and-coming 80 rider, 85 rider. So she made a good point. She said, let Preston race. Preston gets to race for a number one plate, not a ticket. So technically, he would have got the number one plate, and then second, third, fourth, and fifth would have got tickets to Loretta's. That way, he still gets his contingency money that he is racing for, and fifth place doesn't get jacked by him taking a ticket. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I kind of agree with her now. I, I like understand. That's one way. Something like that would be nice, right? Right. Because it's just, like for us, it's super shitty because you don't know, like, okay, is Aiden going to get... Yeah, we f- don't know. Is he getting the fourth spot or are we? do we need to go to Utah? Like, what's... So I had to call Mark Burkeen, Burkeen, uh, AMA Matt to... Matt Burkeen. F- oh, Matt. Sorry. Matt Burkeen. Matt Burkeen. I did say Mark. My fault. Uh, about if Aiden was going to quaff. We found today that Preston didn't make it. Through this region, so Aiden's in, so we don't have to go. So that's nice. So Aiden got four. So we're gonna go for two fifty B schoolboy two and four fifty B. No, we're not doing four fifty B. Well, I'm saying those are classes. That we yes. Do. Yes. So we're just gonna go for the the those are the premier B classes, and then hopefully he gets. Our goal is to get top ten. Yep. Ten ish region, and then next year be the guy in the B class. That's the goal. Be one of the guys. Well, you should be winning next year. That's what what I would like you to to do. Yeah. Right? Yep. Uh, okay, so back to what I was saying earlier. With all this happening and Aiden racing in 450B, and he did amazing. His lap times were super good. He like he caught the guy at the very end, made a bobble, homeboy passed him back. Mm-hmm. Your response was, I'm not even mad. Like, I'm so excited with the way he rode, and I knew, like, well, okay. We hold on. We haven't got that part yet. It's Let's okay. Let her finish. Go ahead. Okay. I, I knew that, like, if we needed to go to Utah with you r- Doing the way you just did and the way that you rode, mm-hmm. like, the dad would not be super mad about going to Utah. He's going to be mad about it, but, like, that ride really kind of helped your situation a lot. Yeah. Yeah, so, for me, Aiden's been doing good early in the races and has been shitting the bed at the end of the races. 
So now with some of these tracks closing in Southern California, we've been riding more at home, which is dry, obviously, in the desert, rough and shitty, which is not fun or it doesn't really help speed that much. But what it does teach you is a mindset, mentally uh, gets you in a mindset to be tough. You suffer a little bit. It's not fun. Uh, maybe it doesn't really wear on your heart rate, but it does wear on your body. To me, it, it shapes you to, to be a tougher rider. So this is what we've been doing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just a little bit. It's starting to show a little bit, right? Yeah. It puts you in a different mindset. Like, hey, when I got you know, a seven-lap moto, I'm going to be okay at lap seven because right. I can hang, right? Well, so that I, is key. I feel like, too, Aiden, some of the stuff that, like, Cole said to you before you went out, I feel like you actually, like, listened to him. Well, that's yeah. actually a really good analogy. Yeah, I did. So That's one thing I did take. Hey, before we get to that story, we got some commercials, so listen to them, save yourself some money, we'll be right back. ScreenPrintingDone.com. My dream is the world's most powerful t-shirt. Do you want to look good, but you ain't got the money? Trying to get some t-shirts made? Yeah, Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com. This is a t-shirt. You can get anything you want on that t-shirt. I'm about to show you guys how y'all can look fly. Your business name. That's my business. Your kid's name. Oh, Billy. Your favorite phrase, like, let's go, buddy, or free jailbirds. I agree. Anything at all. ScreenPrintingDone.com. T-shirt printing business. Mention Kiefer on your next order and get 10 free T-shirts. That's what I'm talking about! ScreenPrintingDone.com. Hey, Kiefer, what oil should I run? What weight should I run? Lots of emails coming in about oil. You know what I choose? BloodLubricants.com. 1040 Pro Series Synthetic Oil. If you guys haven't run... Blood Lubricants Synthetics, you should try it. Email Jeff over there at Blood Lubricants, info at bloodlubricants.com. Mention the code Kiefer, get 25% off a case of oil. I run the 1040 Pro Series in all of my test bikes here. It works great. Keeps the engine cooler as well. Clutch life is enhanced and longer. I go through clutches on that Yamaha YZ450F every 10 hours. Now I can go 15 hours. So... Great oil. Email Jeff over there. Use the code. Save self some money. Email me, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com. If you have any questions about the oil, I'm happy to help. Ride-Engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, uh, brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, that'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's Ride-Engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts, I mean, I help him as well, but he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. So go check him out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. You guys out there tweaking on handlebars and grips? Trust me, I do it almost daily. If you're looking for a strong bar but yet has a lot of flex, Look no further than the Pro Taper Evo bar. It is my favorite bar out there on the market right now. Why? They have great bends. The bar flexes. I don't get vibration from the bar. I'm getting older. I want some flex in my bar, but yet I want it to be strong. And Pro Taper has the strongest and the lightest bar out there that actually flexes. So go check them out, ProTaper.com. I'm currently using uh, SX Race Bend on my Yamahas. There is a brand new bend that's just coming out right now. You guys should see that. It is called Race Team Bend. And that is what we use over on Aiden's KTM and my KTM here. 
uh, in the shop. So, ProTaper.com, they have race-cut grips, they have sprockets, they have chains, all different kinds of things. Go check them out, ProTaper.com. Maybe you're at home or in the car and you listen to the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Maybe you already own a home. Maybe you're looking to purchase. You know what? Rates are down, so maybe you should try refinancing now. I know Heather and I just did. You can pull cash out, debt consolidation, or maybe you just need some credit score advice. Deal with a professional that has been in the business for 25 years, dude. And this guy rides. He's a good dude. Zach Morris. No, not saved by the bell, Zach Morris. He's licensed in California, Nevada, and Colorado. You can call or text Zach at Plum Creek Funding, 720-212-4685. you guys have any questions about Zach, hit me up, chris at keferinktesting.com, or just simply text him yourself, 720-212-4685. Plum Creek Funding, Zach Morris, hit him up. For motocross riders driven to dominate, the Yamaha YZ line of four-stroke bikes are built for victory. Visit Power Motorsports today to explore what's new and improved for 2022. The YZ450F and YZ250F bring the performance with power for four-stroke engines, reduced unsprung weight, and new suspension settings. For the look of a full factory ride, just like what you guys see on Saturday night, both the YZ450F and YZ250F come in exclusive Monster Energy Yamaha Racing Edition graphics packages. And you can take precision tunability to the next level with Yamaha's exclusive and industry's only free power tuner app. Visit Power Motorsports today, find your Yamaha YZ, and enter the victory zone. Get your new Yamaha at Power Motorsports in Sublimity, Oregon. Let them know you heard it on here. That's right, the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Get your best deal and best pricing wherever it is. Right here, North America. I don't care where you're at, Maine, California, Florida, Washington. Go visit them, powermotorsports.com. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, riding jacket, or long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It is illegal and dangerous. Yeah, you guys know that time punishes you if you're not on top of your game. Look, I'm a competitive guy at 45. My kid is 15, and he is right on me every time we go out to the track. But you know what? You know what takes the guesswork out of who's the king for the day, who gets to talk trash on the way home? That's right. You can measure your lap times. You can reach your full potential. And, of course, you'll never guess where you're gaining or losing time. Go to litprolive.com. You can email me, chris, at keferinktesting.com for a discount code on one of their GPS receivers. Getting started is super easy with LitPro. Pick a GPS receiver, download the app, and add a subscription, and then you're on your way to improve your lap times. Get a better result as your, you know, than your buddy. That's right, because there's nothing better than bragging rights when you're on your way home. You throw your guy a text. Who got the best of you, baby? That's right, I did. And you want to know how to do it? Lip Pro. Aiden and I have been on this for about a year now. Super easy to use. Look, I am not a tech-savvy guy, and Lip Pro is super easy for me and Aiden to navigate, and uh, I think it would be a great benefit to you guys out there. So hit me up, chris at keferinktesting.com. Go to Lip Pro Live. You guys want to see anything related to how to keep time? 
how to improve your lap times, what section you want to improve on, all those things and more over on LipProLive.com. We are back. Thanks for listening to those commercials. Now on with the show. Yeah, Cole, our, our buddy Cole Townsend in Fast Company, if you guys want to get anything over there, it's great stuff. But a uh, good family, and he said there's a thing that he's been saying about being strong back, be strong back, yep. which is take the beating. This is what he's, he's mm-hmm. preaching to Aiden. And you take the beating. If someone's in your ass, someone's up your ass, ride how you can ride. Don't let him force you into something, a mistake, or don't let the pressure buckle you to do something stupid. Take the beating. Like, yep. enjoy it. So you kids out there, learn that. Learn to just suffer. Mm-hmm. When you learn how to suffer through things and get strong mentally, that's going to help you. And if you are not worried about someone behind you, you're going to be fine. Right. Because no matter what you think, when someone is in your ass, you ride tight. And you almost, if you guys are sitting at home or you're driving in a car right now, just kind of bring yourself in and like, and get tight. And that's kind of how riding gets when someone's in your ass. You just, you don't really notice it, but everything just kind of clinches up and in. And that forces you to pump up, mm-hmm. get tired and ride not loose. Right. So just learn to flow. Learn to uh, listen to that bike scream behind you. Just like that kid who was revving his engine at me in, in the 25 motor. I don't care. Mm. Like, you want to find your way around, go ahead. You revving your engine at me ain't going to do F all to me. Yeah. So do what you got to do, man. I'm good. That's that's a great analogy. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that everyone could take away, right? Yeah. So... For me, I was impressed how you rode. You rode good. I was proud of that. I'm um I'm, I'm happy that in the fact that you made it, but I'm just happy that you're you're seeing some progress. But now you gotta keep doing that. And then when you start getting better, your riding gets better, be careful. Yeah. Because that's when you get more confidence and then you get jacked up. Well, yeah, but you don't pay attention as much, but you're like, Hey, I'm riding really good, I'm loose, and then bam, something happens. That's a lot of times that's what happens. Yeah. So you got to be aware of, okay, I'm getting better, but I'm still going to focus in. I'm not going to take this for, you know, for granted. Again, just like I said, feel. You got to feel your way. Yeah. So that's what Aiden's uh, races were like. They were good. He had good starts. Yeah, uh, he pulled a whole shot in lead for So a Jamie bit. at Twisted Development builds Aiden's race bikes, just so you know a little bit about Aiden's KX250. 2022 KX250 Pro Circuit Muffler, Pro Circuit Suspension. We have a deal through Pro Circuit for Aiden. Obviously, it's Team Green deal, but Jamie at Twisted does um, Aiden's engines. And you guys know I'm a big fan of Chad and Jamie. Chad at XPR and Jamie at Twisted. And I try to split my time between both of these guys because there's a lot of engine builders out there. There's a lot of things going on, and these are the two guys that I trust with my life and Aiden's because they take the time, they do the right thing, and for me, the reason why I chose Twisted for Aiden is because Jamie knows a lot about KX250s. Uh, more so, I think, and I think Chad would say this as well, Jamie does more Cowie stuff than Chad has. Mm-hmm. So I just figured I'm going to go to Jamie for Aiden at this point. Chad did Aiden's KTMs before. And they were he did. Good, which were really good. He did his 125. He did his YZ125 for, for Loretta's. And yeah. Jamie has done his Honda. So we've had split our time. And I used... Chad for my ignitions on my mm-hmm. Yamaha. Uh, I've used Chad on my KTMs. So those two guys are really good. 
Aiden set up, uh, we just ran a Dunlop MX3S front, a 33 rear, 13.5 in the front, 13 in the rear. Uh, stock gearing for Aiden on his KX250. We run stock bar mounts. Uh, we run a Pro Taper Race Team Ben Bar. Aiden has now evolved into Rental Half Waffle Half Waffle Soft Grips. Thank you, Jesus, because those are the best grips ever. <laughs> uh, DID Chain. He's and looking at you like he doesn't know what you're talking about. No, he does. No. And DID okay. Chains, uh, Renegade Race Fuels for Aiden. We use SX Pro yep. for Aiden. Um, so that was the spec for Aiden's race bike. My my side's a little bit more complicated. <laughs> it's always complicated. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do for Loretta's yet. Oh, it's been a nightmare for me to decide what I want to do, a Yamaha or a KTM. Pray for us. So I went back to Old Faithful, which is my Yamaha. So if you hear me say this in the po- podcast, that's what I'm referring to. Mm-hmm. Is this is when I want to race for my own personal goals, I go to Yamaha because that's what I feel fastest on, I feel comfortable on, right? Right. It's like a safe haven for me. But lap times and my heart, want to ride an orange brigade i love the ktm feel i like the way it corners when when the track is soft and tight and technical i can move around on the ktm better but the hard part for me is is suspension that hasn't changed even with the new chassis the new chassis is also much better for 23 and the factory edition Mm -hmm. uh but it still has air fork so i got to go to a spring fork and it's just a little bit of a stiffer, more rigid feel than my Yamaha. So I have to figure out what I want to do. Do I want to deal with a little bit more rigidity and get a little bit more of an agile bike? I will say the engine on the KTM is much more manageable than the Yamaha. I barely get arm pump on a KTM. I get arm pump on a Yamaha because it's a lot of bike. It's heavier. Um, I'm worried about Loretta's being really tight and ruddy, and that's where I think the Yamaha will struggle. If I have to race Brownie and guys that are good in 40 this year, I feel like I need a bike that's more agile and easier for me to handle. And I didn't have to race Brownie on my Yamaha in 2020. But you rode a KTM in 2017, and you said that was the worst mistake of your life. Correct. And it was because it wasn't – I didn't evolve that bike. I rode it stock. So I had an Akrapovich muffler on it, which was deadens the power. I had a stock ECU, which is – not exciting. I feel like we were so unprepared in 2017. Yeah, we didn't know. It was our first time there. <laughs> I've never been. So I just said, oh, this bike works great and, and Glen Helen. I'm going to go race Loretta's. Little did I know that Loretta's is awfully more tight or tighter than I saw, you know, I viewed it on TV. Ooh-wee. That was not a so good time. So the plan is to right now is to work with WP, work with Mark over at REP to find a suspension setting that I feel like is working and take some of this rigidity out of my KTM. Once I do find that, or if I do find that, that's what I'm going with. <sighs> KTM is willing to help me uh, take the bike, do some things that is important. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will have some help there. They will be there. Uh, so at the regional, I raced the Yamaha. My spec was basically T4 race fuel. I had a Chad Vortex ECU on my Yamaha, uh, suspension that I can't talk about. And that's it. And no front brake, courtesy of Aiden. Yes, we're going to get to that. Aiden. (laughs) You can spike out a mom all you want, but you're the jackhole. So uh, that was the spec. I I picked that bike, and I raced 25 and 40. I won 40. Um, I expect to win that. 25, I wasn't expecting to win. Mike Alessi's there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cole Martinez. I'm, look, I'm not. 
I've had a couple knee surgeries. I haven't been training as much as I have been. I'm going to ramp it up now, but I'm just not at that level right now. And even when I, even if I was fit and good, I still I don't think I could be that good as Mike. Period. And Cole, I think Cole's riding really good too. He yeah. wins works races for God's Cole sake. Cole beat LSE first moto. Right. Straight so up. I was happy with a third. I should have got third. I mean, I got beat straight up in the first moto. I got arm pump and just got beat, uh, and I got fourth. Yep. And the second 25 moto. Hold on, though. How upset do you think the guys were that were behind you? Like, I'm getting beat by a 45-year-old. I don't think they know how really old I am. No. All right. Or I don't think they really care. Well, according to Aiden, your butt whip was like a yeah, whip I mean, of I was, like a 70-year-old. That That's because I had arm pump. But I, I got was. around the guy. You did get around the guy. Yeah. I was super proud of At you. At least I scrubbed it. The other guy boner aired it. That is very true. That's so I could have just <laughs> boner- tried. I could have just boner aired it next to him. A for effort, man. And I was at least three foot lower than him off the jump. You were lower than him. Do you think your kid's style is better than yours now? Yes. Of course. I'm not stupid. <laughs> not oblivious. Uh, well, yes. 90% of the time, yes. There are some corners that we look almost identical. People have said, I can't tell you guys apart. Oh, yeah. Who just texted you that the other day and was like, I don't know if it was you or your dad out there. Huh? Heart raft. Oh, yeah, heart raft because I was on this bike. <laughs> That's it. So, yeah, Aiden doesn't want to admit that I look good at times. This is something that Aiden needs to work on. Like, when Dad does good, he hates admitting things. Like, he's not – he really doesn't come up to me and say, hey, Dad, dude, I think you rode really good today. Not said nothing to me the whole weekend. Ew. Nothing. I said that. No, you didn't. I did. No, you haven't. Because I take that shit personal, and you don't ever Ooh. say it. Well, like, I mean, there's no one in your class to say oh, that. Oh, so it too. doesn't matter if I win – because there's no one in my class. Bro, you well, I, mean, I said good job. I mean, you barely tried. So, anyway. that's <laughs> I tell when you're trying. And so, I, this and is the trying. cool guy, Aiden, that comes out that doesn't care about dad anymore. Uh, don't be. That gets me upset. Don't be a super douche, Aiden. So, in the 25 second moto, Aiden's going to set my whole shot device. <laughs> uh, Which, by the I, way, if anyone follows you on Instagram, the picture of Aiden setting the whole shot device is of this moment right here. Yep. Oh, was it? Yeah, sure was. All right, so we have it in the books. (laughs) It has been documented. Is there? So anyway, Aiden goes grab my handlebars, but instead of grabbing just my bars, he grabs my front brake line and the the bars and proceeds to rip it down because I had it at about 130 millimeters. It was low. And then pulls my front brake hose off of the banjo bolt and leaks oil. I'm like, oh, shit, I hear it pop. I hear it stick it back on. Well, it's too late. There's oil out. There's air that went into my master cylinder. I'm like, I just, that's literally how quiet I couldn't even believe what was happening because I was ready. I'm like, okay, I'm going to throw down, at least get third. And then this happens. I go to push my front brake in. He's like, what happened? I go, uh, you hit my banjo bolt. I go get some wrenches. So I run I, back. I grab like 16 different wrenches. God bless Libet. I told Libet, Libet called Cole and was like, have these ready for Aiden. He's coming back. I go back and he had three here and I think it was like a seven, an eight, and like a 13. I'm like, no, I need a 10, a 16, a 15, and a 14. <laughs> so then I just. Could you imagine if you came back and, and it was like the wrong range? I was honestly, I'm writing back. I'm like, should I have grabbed an 18 or a 19? I have no idea. He just I, comes back with the whole It toolbox. looked awkward. So it was actually a 14. My whole my whole pocket was just full of just wrenches. <laughs> jangle, jangle. Yeah. Uh, so I tightened it up. I had Dubok there. He's like, yeah, I think it's going to be all right. I think he just said that to make me feel better. Doug, oh, yeah, it's fine. Oh, yeah, it's and, fine. And, it, and, it, and it was. It was. I back bled it a couple times, and I was really nice. I didn't spike out because I didn't want to flip out on the line in front of everybody, but I wanted to flip out. <laughs> he, after the race, he comes back. He goes, I did everything in my power not to fucking yell at Aiden. Because 
I feel like as you get older, no one cares about you. Like, no one cares about me racing, which is understandable. I care I, about you racing. Hold on, let me finish. <sighs> it's it's old people. No one cares. It's it's more about you. This is why we're doing it, right? But I still care personally. I still have goals. Yeah. Uh, and I want to do certain things too, as well. Granted, it's less important than your stuff, but it's still important. So I'm sitting here going, "This is about right." <laughs> I go to try to do good, and my fucking front brake hose goes off. Aiden's head head up his ass. He doesn't really give a shit, you know. And so I'm racing. I go in the first corner. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to have front brake. I get a good jump this time. Nope. I pump it while I'm going in the first corner. I'm pumping my front brake. (laughs) And then it grabs, and I go, whoa. And then I almost wash out. So then I go in the second corner up to the the rollers. (laughs) Nope. Not going to get inside that rut. Don't have time for you. No front brake. So I'm like, awesome. So I'm in eighth. And I'm behind dudes that like, I'm like, oh my God. Like, <sighs> I am going to die. At any point in time, did you go, shit, we're going to Utah for me, not for Aiden? <laughs> no, because I wouldn't have cared. I would just ride one class. I don't care. Okay. I did that in 2020, and that was fine for me because I was more about Aiden. One right. class is plenty for me. Right. Less stress. Yeah. And I'm not going to win 25 anyway. Less stress for me. Uh, so... I, I didn't, I, I got fifth overall, and, and so I didn't make it, so I'm an alternate in 25. So I didn't have a front brake, you can call me a pussy. It, honestly, if the race was 20 minutes, I probably would have got third. Yeah. It yeah. takes me a while to get going, it took me a while to figure out how my front brake works, where it's working, where it doesn't. Five laps is very short. And, yeah, I just, I didn't let my balls hang and pin it, because I was scared. So, my 40 moto was... Two motos later. So I just left my front brake on and said, fuck it. Yeah, you tell Aiden, you're like, uh, can you please have the... And I had it brake, ready. I had full, it ready. The full brake line out. Because By I'm this time, I'm just so over it. I'm so pissed. <laughs> like, I'm like... Had it, how many times did you MF him in your helmet while you're racing? Not him. I just was MF in the moment. I got a huge bruise on my bicep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right. You see that? That is big. There's multiples <laughs> there. That's from Homeboy <laughs> going over those inside rollers and just giving it the berries. Like, he does it. Like, he goes... Burr. 25, I don't know who this guy was, rolled the inside rollers and yeah, down the downside. And I'm like, what is going on? And then I can't see. I went through seven fucking tear-outs oh. and two laps. Five moto. Five lap moto. So I get back to the truck and everybody's like, you know, they want, how'd you do it? I don't want to talk. Well, how'd it go? I go, I just told everybody politely, I go, can I talk about it later? I'll just talk about it later. <laughs> 40 moto was fine. I, 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 was, I stalled it, almost screwed myself, but it, Whatever, it's fine. Um, so I won that. Yay. So my race, that was my oh shit moment or <sighs> Aiden's head up his ass moment for the weekend. Um, <laughs> did, did, did you have any oh shit moments, Mom? Mm, no, I feel like I was very good this weekend other than I ripped off your practice stickers. Do you didn't have an oh yeah, shit Yeah, so if there? you guys have wives that <gasps> need to do something, have them do something not motorcycle related just leave that to you so i'm doing stuff heather's talking to me so i'm tuned out so i just say yeah i don't know what she's doing i put aiden's practice weekend practice stickers because there's race practice and then friday practice and they're same on the on the number plates and they're kind of nazis at the the gate if they don't see your right sticker they don't let you go out for your site lap and heather rips them off their paper and we have to go get new ones so it's not a huge deal but just like just go chill out, relax, go talk to the girls or ladies or something. You're fine. No one You've was there done yet. a lot. You've you got a lot of us. I mean, you do a lot. Just stick to that. 
Don't worry about dirt bike stuff. Just let us handle that. We yes. got that covered. So, I'm in the middle of changing sprockets out here. Where's our practice stickers at? <laughs> Where's our practice? And then I at? like how mom gets mad at me. Did you see? It? Did you hear that? I you told me. You told me yes, and then she tells everyone around in our pit that it's my fault. Well, because I said I'm, t- I'm gonna take these stickers off, and you're like, okay, that's fine, take them off. Like you acknowledged me. I was too. I don't busy. know what stickers you were taking off. I didn't even look. I said I'm gonna take these front stickers off the plate. I didn't know what front stickers meant. I, th- I thought you knew what a practice sticker was. Like I didn't know. Well, I didn't know so we had practice stickers for. Maybe I, sh- I need to pay more attention to you. Maybe. So I'll pay more attention. I to don't you. need more attention. I'm fine. <laughs> no, yes, you do need more <laughs> no, attention. No, I don't. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, I feel like I feel like she was. You got your notes. Where's your notes? I feel like other than uh, other uh, than that one moment, I feel like she was good the whole entire weekend. Yeah, she's After very. I helpful. like how it's always like a "how good was I" moment. Well, because you you attend to spike out every once in a while. You do get heated, and in the mornings you're really hyped up before coffee kicks in. So you're excited, you're nervous. Uh, A and H is. Was in effect because that last moto, I was across the track and I can hear you yelling from over there. Well, because I wanted Aiden to get there. Right, ride. that's fine. But I'm just saying it's hyped up. You don't hear a lot of moms getting hyped up. There's a couple moms, but it's very few. So, Lib and I were standing it's up. It's a big show about Libit. It's a big show today. Because that's who I was hanging out with. It's your day, okay. Libit. It's your day, Lib. Judy wasn't there yet. Judy hadn't arrived, so I was hanging out with Lib. Uh huh. Kristen was t- at soccer games. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, it was. I think it was the. The electric bike class took off. No, it wasn't. The yes. E50? Yes, E50. And they get into the first corner, and one of the kids must have stalled. I don't know what they did. Like, they just they fell over, and I see this mom just come running, and she's like, is it even on? And she's just, <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, girl. I did see a mom, The little one of the little 50 guys was going out for sight lap, and the, the, the flagger guy was letting them go for their lap. And the mom was sitting on the dragon's back hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing anything she could to get the, the kid's attention. And I saw which kid it was on the start line. And he was just looking somewhere else and <laughs> la la land. And he wasn't going out for practice. And I hear the mom yelling and flipping out, kicking and flailing and <laughs> go. And, and so I'm like, I try to look around. I go, that must be your kid. So I ride over. I go, hey, is that your mom over there? And he's like, yeah. I go, dude, she's flipping out. <laughs> I think you got to go practice. <laughs> oh, okay. And then goes out and she waves it like, oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, dude. <sighs> the kid almost got his ass beat. If we're not going out for practice, mama would have been He's just pissed. looking at He's like, yeah, that's my mom. I'm like, uh, I think she wants you to go ride. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Hey, mom. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's all I hear. I'm like, God. Uh, that would be my, if, if there is a hell, you put me in a box. And you, you blight up a cobra, and you just fucking you get all, all the cobra dads. That would be my hell. Yep, um, the same exact way. I think that's everyone's hell. Is the is the dads Especially when they warm them up? It's yeah, the dads in the morning at like six thirty in the morning. Ugh. That would be a cool. That would be a cool uh, like That a dude, cobra ringtone. You want to know how to get mad and waking up at the same time? You put a cobra fifty uh, again warmed up as your ringtone. <laughs> What do you got? There was um, a guy that I hear is on the phone and he's calling because he's complaining that one of the other kids is not lining up in the center of his gate and that's not AMA approved and 
I'm like, oh my god! Like this serious is business here at Lowland Qualifier. Serious business. You don't I, mess around. If you got a rut, stay. I didn't know that was a thing. I, why can't you get off of the rut? So it's up well, to the, the race number one to set the ruts. Uh, here's honest, the thing, I though. Have, I honestly have no idea. The gates. Because I walked by when this was all happening, mm-hmm. and I'm like, first of all, the person that was complaining about it, their rider is going to win anyway. So I don't know what you're complaining about because your kid is good. Both the kids, both the kids were good, and we're gonna make it. Anyways. Yes, the other kid, they had almost leveled the entire thing, and he was maybe an inch off. And here comes the AMA guy, and he's down, and he's measuring, he's like, Mm-mm, and they're making him kick it out. And I'm like. Seriously? Wow. I'm like, wow. It, it got serious. I'm like, this is. How do you call an AMA guy? Like, does he have like a bat phone like at the track? I, I think, I think once like if you're like a, I think it's like a Colt or like a. Oh, um, you know what it is? I bet you that guy talked to the starter. The starter radio to the sign up and AMA guys there. No, it was like the full on dad. Like it was the dad or, or like mechanic. Per- like, I don't know who it was. And he was on the phone because I heard him going, yeah, we got a writer down here that's uh not starting in the center of the gate. They're out of the rut. Like, uh, can we get someone down here? And I, I told Cole about this. And Cole's like, how the hell did he get a number? He's like, I can't even get anyone on the phone well, he ever. He knew the guy then. I guess. I don't know. I, I was like, wow. There I wasn't that many fights or many, like, I didn't see many spike outs. No. That was good. No. I did see a gnarly crash in. Oh, there's a lot of gnarly crashes. Well, C- there was. It was all C-Motos. I saw every gnarly. C-Class was well, start this, was gnarly. This was little kids. I want to say they were maybe like 65s. And two of them tangled. And the one, like, ran the other one over, like, over their back. I was like, oh. Uh, Just a couple quick rundown on the races. Preston, base fluke won all B-classes, right? That he entered. Yep. Uh, Michael Essie coming back. He's coming back to Loretta's, peeps. Open Pro Sport and 25. And look, Mike had some bike setup issues the first moto. Ryder handily beat him. But. That was some serious shit when his mechanic rolled with to the line with headphones on. I'm like, this is what we're doing? And he's it. like, yep. 20, 30 years ago, it's still the same. It doesn't I know. matter. It's still serious business over there. <laughs> uh, but Mike won. The second moto, Ryder actually got beat by Cole too. Yeah, I think Ryder got beat. So, but Ryder did have a trouble in one of his other motors. His motor was smoking, so I don't know if they swapped motors and it wasn't as good as of an engine or whatever it was. But he got beat the second moto. Mike won Open Pro Sport, so props to Mikey. That's cool. Tony was out, so we're gonna see Tony in an effect at Loretta's. Oh boy, this is gonna be action packed. Hey, does the smart top rig come? Yes. Loretta's. No. The semi does not come. Nah, I don't think uh, Genova's doing that. There's, I don't, I just don't see that happening. I mean, they like Tony, they like Mike, but I do not. I see could him see him running the Honda rig. No. Yeah. That's not gonna happen either. Really, you think so? Yes. I think they're just gonna have their own rig. The van. Cool. To s- it's it's cool to see Danielle and Mike go. It'll be nice. Yeah. Um, It'll be fun. They haven't been in a long time. They have kids now too. I think it's super cool. Like. I know a lot of people aren't super huge fans of Tony or Mike. but Tony's I, always treated me good. I know. I like Tony. I like Mike. Tony's a good guy. Yeah, he is. Ever, after every one of his moto, I was... But uh, I couldn't help but wonder if... Mike re- rooted you on. Sorry, Heather. Go ahead. I couldn't help but wonder, like, Saturday when they were both there, Tony's there with Mike and stuff, if, like, a part of his, like, father heart is, like, super happy. Like, him and his son back at the race doing what they did, you know, 20 years ago. I'm sure it is. Father's a father. Doesn't matter if Tony Leslie or not. I think every race, I think every uh, moto I had, I think Mike was there. Yeah, Mike helped you on the line. Yeah. He rooted you on. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, Mike likes you. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I mean, it's cool that you see guys that you watched videos on and or looked up to when you were younger that these kids are, are guys now are helping you. That's pretty cool. I watched them do a start, and then right after that, I whole shot in my moto because I learned something. Yep. Yep. Oh, good. You learned something. Yay. Uh, What else was I going to say? I was going to say something about the – oh. um, So, B-Class Preston, Michael Essie, Ryder Francesco was there. He was, his bike sounds barky. Sounds really good. Beefy. And uh, the 80 <laughs> class. Um, Grayson, Vincent. Yeah, Vincent and Gray, they both swapped uh, classes. Mm-hmm. And in the super mini class, the Cowie, nice. the Cowie kid. Gordon. Gordon? What's his name? Gordon. Landon. Landon Gordon? Isn't that kid, a, a that kid, Revan too? That's his brother. Mm. Landon Gordon, dude, he's getting better. Yeah, he's getting a lot better. So he rides Paula good. He, yep. he won. Both classes, right? I think so. Yep. Lee's got third or second. Lee's won a moto. Won a moto. I think he got third overall. Second and third overall. Yep. Fapani. Yep. That kid's tall, dude. That kid needs to go to 125s. He's on the cusp. So, uh, but yeah, overall, good weekend. We don't have to go to Utah, so we're back. We're going to start training. Uh, Looks like we're going to do a training block with Wilbur Hahn. Will's uh, a trainer now for Justin Barsha. And he was the trainer for the Star Yamaha guys. So Will called me this morning and wants to put something together for me and Aiden. So we're going to be on the Wilbur program. And it, it looks like he may start doing this a little bit for older guys. So you older guys listening that may want some Wilbur advice and training, he might set up an online thing to get you to meet your goals, which I think will be really cool. A lot of knowledge there. One of the most down-to-earth guys that I know that has actually won a championship. There's not very many people or champions that are actually down-to-earth guys. Mm-hmm. Will is one of the very, very few of those. So cool for him to even reach out and offer that. I thought that was cool. That's yep. exciting. I didn't know that. Uh, we're going to start a training block here. It looks like we'll probably go to Colorado and train. We I don't know if we'll be able to go back east. I have a lot of testing between now and the July time that we would go back. So otherwise, going to still still crank out some content for you guys here. Lots of 23 intros coming up. More uh, podcasts about uh, little things like you guys have been bugging me about. Breaking in bikes, proper ways to break in bikes. Uh, Suspension podcast as well with some cool suspension tuners. I'm going to post that up here pretty soon. So lots of info and as well as be a father and a husband. Yep. Try to be the best each one of those as I can. Always. Heather, you do an amazing job for us. Thank you very much for all your work. Thank you, Mom. I Even try. though Aiden's sometimes an a-hole. And I know I know I annoy you, no, you both. No, but no, we don't, it's not so much annoy that we think it's funny. And I think we, we make fun of you because we, we think it's funny. Yes. It's not really annoying. We just, you're very aggressive. You're in a very aggressive woman. Like, there's not many women that are as aggressive as you. And it's scary at times. Very scary. But you bust your ass. You work hard. You do a lot for me. If It doesn't work without you. No. Well, look, just and know that there's if a things, lot of moms like that. If things go sideways, <laughs> Mama Bear got your back. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> These are one of the moments that we think are too serious. <laughs> wow. Okay, fine. You're on your own. Because <laughs> she does not say that very frequently. Aiden, so. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Oh, one thing I didn't talk about before we get off here. Aiden, you missed Aiden crying. I know. You want to yeah. talk about that? Sure. Go ahead. I'm so sad that I missed that. I mean, what is there to talk about? Like, I cried. Like, I, well, explain I, people how and why. Like, well, tell us the feeling. Like, I think uh, just because why, because last year 
we were supposed to go, and uh, I was winning my moto, and I crashed and got hurt. Mm-hmm. So I think that was the main reason why. And relief, then, you mean? Relief, and uh, just excited, mm-hmm. happy. It's nice to have emotion. Yeah, I like that. When you when he came, walked over to me, and started crying. I hugged him for like two minutes. That's emotion. That's raw stuff. That's great stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I started crying the whole last lap. Well, I don't think you should do that. But <laughs> I started crying the whole last lap. Well, look, and that's a part of the goal. That we're not there yet, right? Yeah. But that's something that you could check off and be proud of, and a relief thing. I understand that. Right, especially yeah. after. And it's okay to do that for pe- with people that you want to do that with. Yeah. But it's nice to have, at times, to have other people see that because you're a real dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, if one point you become really good rider and famous and make money and you show emotion, that's how people are going to be attracted to you and want to be a part of what you're doing. It's yeah. more relatable, I think. Just be normal. Just like kind of like we are on this podcast. There's faults in all of us, right? Well, yeah. And I think, too, last year, like I kind of said in my Instagram post, like it was – it was a shitty year. You hurt your knee. You had two knee surgeries. I had to take Aiden to practice for the regional. Like, he didn't have his dad there. Like, it was just all sorts of bad. He crashed really bad. And he was... I crashed a lot. You did. From there, from, like, you know, that point to, like, the end of the year, I crashed And a we lot. both knew it was going to be super hard last year for him to get out first year in B. Like, he didn't, I think, come into B. He thought he was going to be this badass. And then he realized he wasn't a badass and had to really work for what he wants and... All of that, this last year of working and the, the come to Jesus moments that we've had with him with, is this what you want to do? Like, you want to be a rider or racer? Like, I think all of that built up and then him finally. And you weren't there. I know. Because I was down waiting to make sure that he actually made it. Because well, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Well, I know. Why but are you stressing out about the right after the moto? It's not going anywhere. I don't know. We were waiting for results. I had to go pee. I was down at the bathroom. Whatever. <sighs> struggle sometimes to keep it real around these parts. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, it was, it was just, it's just a, it, I wish you were, it was a moment that I wish you were around for. But, but at the same time, I'm, I'm but, kind of glad that I didn't, that you guys got to share that moment. But like, I got something special for you after this podcast to show you. Okay. So, I surprised you. I didn't show you until you got home, but I forgot about it just till now. So, I will surprise you. So, <laughs> that's our wrap up, everybody. Uh, we had a good time. Minus the money part, minus driving up and down the hill part. I, w- I refuse to stay down the hill because I like being home. And two, we have to uh, have Oreo. We have Oreo here that Heather needs to attend to. Yep. 13-year-old dog that can't be left alone. You dog owners know what we're talking about. Since yep. Grandma's not here to dog sit. Congratulations to everyone that made it. And also for the people that don't, that haven't made it. That's not in the world. Well, no. And you got kids. Have them listen to the show. It, and uh, it's not the end of the world. You go back, you go to work, you train, you ride, and next year you'll be good. Trust me. It's just uh, one year, one race. And remember, there's going to be a lot of more, I guess there's going to be a lot more failures in your life than will be successes. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is normal life. You're going to fail a shit ton than you will, shit ton more than you will actually succeed. Uh, trust me. <laughs> Uh, no matter what, you got to keep trying if that's what you want to do. I try to preach that to Aiden all the time. Like, you have a bad day, you got to keep growing. It's really easy to give up. Champions are not made overnight, nope. uh, they're made over a lifetime. So, uh, be a good person, treat your parents right. You can have fun and poke around with your mom. Just make sure she's not going to slap you upside the head like Heather should at Aiden sometimes. She doesn't. But I do. 
<laughs> Dad handles that part of it. Mm-hmm. I lay hands on Aiden. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. So we're going to call CPS. <laughs> yeah. We're going to knock at the door here after a while. Nope. Sorry, CPS. Don't know what you're talking about. Aiden well, who? They just pulled this one clip up. I'll just show oh, my I put my <laughs> I put my bru- Look at my bruise. <laughs> like, the kid hit me. I had a self-defense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we'll see you guys at Loretta's. Uh, in what form, we don't know. We might be in a motorhome. We might be tent camping. Who knows right now? <laughs> you never know. You never know. All I know is it's going to be ten fudging thousand dollars. Because it was last time. Holy crap. <sighs> Good times. Nonetheless, we look forward to seeing everybody. Hope to see you guys there. If you want some moonshine with Heather, I'm sure she'll drink it with you. She'll drink. Just make sure she can find her way back to the motorhome and we don't have to go out and find her. Yes. Uh, Aiden? Yep. Golf carts are not meant to be jumped. <laughs> you kids out there, do not jump your golf carts. The golf carts are sick to jump. Especially do not jump off the rocks in the river and break your arm like some do kids not, do. Yeah, do not do that. That's a big no-no. Do not jump off the bridge. Until after your motos are finished, even though you should not jump off the bridge at all. We still jumped off the bridge with the cops there or not. Nonetheless, it's a fun time with family, so we look forward to seeing you guys there. That's our adventure. We're sure there'll be some more prep pods coming your way. And, yep. uh, yeah, support the advertisers that support this show. They help us out a lot. And if you have any questions about Loretta's or bikes or whatever the hell it is, life in general, you have uh, little quirks about your wife that you want to talk about. We're happy to hear them. <laughs> or your mom. You can hit us up. All of us up, actually. Chris at KieferInkTesting.com. Heather at KieferInkTesting.com. Or Aiden, A-D-E-N, at KieferInkTesting.com. We're available. Our doors are cracked open. Yep. Don't barge in sometimes. Just peek your head in, see if we're available. <sighs> There's nothing more irritating when people email and they spell your guys' names wrong. They say, what's up, Chris, with the C? C-H, and it's A-I or A-Y. I'm like. Or they'll just say, Chris, what's this? I'm like, hey, man, can't say hi to me. Lisa's least it's to the point. I mean, Lisa's no, not. I would say, hey, how's it going, Chris? Hope all is well. And then get to your point. Uh, or yeah. if you got some story, I'd like that too. You need a little fluff? I like a little fluff. You want a little like fluff? A little pregame. A little pregame? Yeah. All right. Aiden, what do you Aiden, like? Aiden, After Dark's coming up. How's it going? You. <laughs> 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 uh, I'll be back. And when am I going to Pulp? Um, Not till July. July 4th. Steve uh, keeps putting Canadians in front of me. So I guess uh, you know I know where I rank. Show 100 will have to wait. We got Loretta's. But looking forward to uh, getting back on to the show. Hopefully some After Dark questions will be answered. And uh, ho- hopefully I have another guy in there to help me answer. Or a lady. That's fun. I'll be there. Okay. That's so fun. will Aiden. Aiden loves it when you're there talking about After Dark. Aiden really loves that. That's why I'm not going to this one. <laughs> yes, you are. I'm staying home. I'll no, see not. you guys next week. Uh, thanks for joining us. Be good to each other. Bye. All right, see you guys. <laughs>